0: What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. An Elkhart man is in custody following a chase with police in Berrien and Cass counties over the weekend. The Cass County Sheriff's Department says its deputies were notified that the Niles Police Department and the Berrien County Sheriff's Department were in pursuit of a vehicle that was heading into Cass County. As the chase crossed county lines, deputies joined the pursuit following the vehicle northbound on M60 near Yankee Street. The chase continued into Cassopolis, where officers deployed stop sticks damaging the suspect vehicle's tires. It crashed behind a home on Lakeview Drive in Penn Township. The 41-year-old male driver was the only occupant of the vehicle and was taken into custody and turned over to the Bering County Sheriff's Department. The incident remains under investigation, and police say it appears alcohol and drugs were a factor in the incident. The Michigan Department of Transportation is receiving funds from the Federal Railroad Administration to study the potential for expanding Amtrak lines in Michigan. That includes the Paramarquette line from Chicago to Grand Rapids. MDOT's Michelle Frizzell tells us three lines will each receive $500,000 for the study. We have to submit this plan in order to get funding later for any projects that we do. But in order to do that, we need to know what improvements need to be made. Rizal says the study could lead to more runs being added to the Paramarquette, but that's still a long way off. So it does not mean that this is money going to add a new train right now. It's really to examine what needs to be done for the existing routes. Doing the study is just the first step. The funding was announced by U.S. Senators Gary Peters and Debbie Stabenow. They say it will allow MDOT to continue implementation of its Michigan Mobility 2045 plan which is aimed at providing increased transportation options while boosting economic growth in communities across the state. In addition to the Marquette, studies on the potential for expansion will be done on the Amtrak lines for the Port Huron to Chicago and Detroit to Chicago lines. A man who was reported missing in Coloma Township on Friday has been found dead. The Coloma Township Police Department say officers were called to a home on Park Road shortly after 10 a.m. on a report of a missing man who had dementia. The man was later identified as 69-year-old George Becker. Police searched the home and nearby outbuildings but did not find Becker. A larger search then began with the help of Michigan State Police, the Berrien County Sheriff's Department, North Berrien Fire and Rescue, and Great Lakes Drone. Shortly before 4 p.m., Becker was found dead. The investigation is ongoing. Police say foul play is not suspected. The Coloma Township Police Department thanks everyone who helped with the search. One of the nation's top doctors was in Detroit late last week talking about the importance of getting an updated COVID vaccine. CDC Director Dr. Mandy Cohen says the virus is evolving, which means booster shots are the best way to avoid getting sick. We are in a better place than we've been before. However, it is still here with us. And importantly, the COVID virus has changed. Um, so we want to get the most updated protection. So even if you've had COVID before or you've been vaccinated before, the virus has changed. Just like the flu virus changes year over year, we're seeing the COVID virus do something similar and keep changing. Dr. Cohen says COVID is still an issue as more than 800 people have been hospitalized across Michigan over the last seven days. When the South Haven New Year's Eve celebration is held this year, there will be a new attraction for everyone to try out. At a meeting last week, the South Haven City Council approved a request for the South Haven Van Buren County Convention and Visitors Bureau to have a zip line downtown. City Manager Kate Hosier told the City Council that the plan meets the city's needs. What we have worked out with them is that this would come in around 3 p.m. The streets would already be closed and it would run until about 10 p.m. so they could have time to take it down and get out of there when the streets open up shortly after the beach balls drop and whatnot. Hosier said the zip line will be similar to what's offered at the Harbor Fest celebration. The New Year's Eve celebration on December 31st will feature dancing, a DJ, warming stations, and of course the famous beach ball drop at midnight. Ocean told the city council the Visitors Bureau has secured the necessary insurance to have the zip line covered this year. The Humane Society of the United States and Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel are teaming up to warn people about puppy scams with the holidays. Nessel says Michigan is in the top 10 states for puppy people getting ripped off By scammers claiming to be selling puppies. In a public service announcement, she had some tips for Michiganders. Research the breed. Research the breeder. Research the puppy if the breeder claims to have registered the puppy with any organizations. Do not buy a puppy sight unseen. If possible, visit the breeder and puppy in person. Nessel says you've got to watch out for deceptive practices when buying a dog. She also advised using a credit card so charges could be disputed. Michigan State Director for the Humane Society Blake Goodman says the group urges anyone in the market for a new four-legged furry friend to skip pet stores and online sellers and instead visit a shelter or rescue. And for drivers in Berrien County, traffic alert, there's a new four-way stop intersection in Berrien County as of today. The Berrien County Road Department is changing the intersection of Lincoln Avenue and Linko Road in Lincoln Township into a four-way stop. It says traffic studies have indicated the change is necessary. This means that traffic from all four directions will need to come to a complete stop before proceeding through the intersection. Anyone who regularly drives through the intersection is asked to take notice. They will have to stop no matter which road they're on. The new signage was scheduled to go up on Friday. Wind conditions caused the road department to postpone. The new four-way stop was approved by the Berrien County Board of Commissioners last week. The Michigan Supreme Court heard arguments Friday in a case that could have an impact on Michigan's minimum wage. The case is centered around tipped workers. Back in 2018, a citizens group obtained enough signatures that would have allowed voters to decide if the minimum wage should be increased. The legislature, however, approved the wage increase and in the same session reduced wages, essentially thwarting the will of the voters. Mark Brewer, the attorney for the group that filed the lawsuit, says what the legislature did was wrong. If the power to adopt and amend is placed in the hands of the legislature, they'll use that to eviscerate the right of initiative. Why would anybody undertake an initiative knowing that a hostile legislature could simply adopt and then gut uh, their proposals? Brewer says the remedy is to implement what was in the original legislation that was approved. A decision is expected within the next several months there's a new president at michigan state university the board voted unanimously on friday to approve the university of north carolina at chapel hill chancellor kevin Guskowitz as its new president Guskowitz says he's aware of what the university has been going through i am aware uh, that michigan state university has faced uh, more than its share of challenges in recent years yet i see a strong university with an inspiring historical foundation that can reach new levels of excellence through its powerful commitment to student success, knowledge, discovery, and land-grant service. Guskiewicz will take office on March 4th. He will take over a university that is now on its fifth leader since former President Anna Lou Simon resigned in 2018 in the wake of the Larry Nassar sexual assault scandal. Michigan State has remained embroiled in controversy since. The previous president, Samuel Stanley Jr., resigned last October amid tension with the school's governing board. A warning from Michigan's Attorney General after recent complaints from Medicare recipients about medical supply company MedLeaf Supply. According to Attorney General Dana Nessel, the company sent unsolicited back and wrist braces to a Michigan woman with a form included to fill out so that Medicare could be billed or she would be responsible to pay. The woman also received calls with the caller ID marked as Spectrum Health, but it was not actually them. There's been one valid complaint in Michigan, but Nestle says there's been reports in other states and wants to warn other Medicare recipients. And finally, top state officials and lawmakers are now required to report information about their finances. The bills Governor Whitmer signed go beyond Proposal 1, but they don't go as far as some lawmakers and transparency advocates had hoped. For a long time now, Michigan has been one of only two states that did not require lawmakers to disclose this information. The new laws establish penalties for late filings as well as incomplete or inaccurate reports. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.